0: Hi, I'm Jennifer Mulholland.
1: And I'm Jeff Shuck. We're the co-leaders of Plenty. Thanks for joining our podcast, Plenty for Everyone.
0: Each episode, we talk with conscious leaders like you to explore abundance in work and life, fulfillment in head and heart, and ways we can all work together to make this world a better place.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Plenty for Everyone, the podcast for conscious leaders. We are so glad that you're here. As always, this is Jeff Shuck from Plenty in Michigan City, a lovely Michigan City day today. And with me is...
0: Hi everybody, I'm Jennifer Mulholland and calling in from Park City, Utah and our beautiful retreat center heart space on this monday morning wherever it finds you we're recording this on on a monday
1: it's a monday morning after a really busy couple of weeks and we were sitting down to plan out this episode and we have all of these big themes that we want to talk about as always but the last couple weeks were really cool for us honestly so we wanted to share a little bit about what we could take part in and a number of kind of, wow, this is really cool that we get to do this moments. I mean, it was really neat. So let's paint the picture. What did we do? Maybe let's start with last week. Let's tell everyone what we did and what we learned.
0: Well, I think one of our favorite plenty phrases that we get to repeat a lot to each other is, did you see that? (laughs) And the last couple of weeks was One of those. Did you see that? Did we really just experience Mm -hmm. what we just experienced? So, to kind of give you a context of what we're talking about, is last week we had the privilege and honor, I would say, to be part of a guest list to celebrate the James B. Beam Distilling Company's opening of their renovated campus in Claremont, Kentucky. And in addition, it actually was a surprise to everybody, especially to Freddie, but we got to witness firsthand the passing of the torch when the seventh generation master distiller, Fred No, anointed his son, Freddie No, the fourth, as being the eighth generation master distiller. And it's a big deal in the bourbon whiskey spirit industry for all of their partners and the people that made that happen. And then this legacy of family, this passed down intentionally when you're both living was so cool to witness. So more to say about that, but that's the context of what we went to see last week.
1: Yeah, it was really neat. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little bit, you've heard us talk about Beam Centauri before. We've had a couple of our good friends on. Tom Buffolino way back in episode seven, and we had Andrew from Maker's Mark on, I think episode 15 or 16 to talk about our work with them. We've just had a great relationship. I think 20 years ago, we may not have said, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna work with Beam Centauri and help them bring social purpose to spirit companies. But it's it's actually been one of our most beloved clients, and we've worked with a number of their brands and a ton of their people maybe to tell you a little bit of the backstory, this grand opening, so they have been working on this facility in Claremont, Kentucky for like three years, and we've all lived through the same three years. So you can imagine trying to do a huge renovation and a huge capital construction campaign during the pandemic, during the supply chain issues, during the economic shutdown. So they had a heck of a time getting this thing done. And and so the opening was delayed a few times. And the week before last, we heard from our great friend Tom Buffalino, who called and said, Hey, I just want to make sure you got the invite that we sent you because we want to make sure that you all can come. And we had kind of gotten the invite, we kind of overlooked it. We had gotten the invite a couple more times, a couple to other times in the past. And we were actually all planning to be somewhere else. And we said to Tom, we got the invite. We don't think we can make it, but thanks so much for including us." And he said, well, I just want you to know, we only invited 300 people. So that was one of those moments, Jen, that was one of the most special moments about this to me, was hearing that from Tom here, there's 300 people in total invited to the ceremony and three people from Plenty, Plenty represented 1% of that. So." Jen and Sierra and I were together in Park City and put the phone down and we all looked at each other and we said, we're changing our travel plans so we can go and be there because we want to be there for that team as much as they wanted us there. And that just started this. It was really a wonderful week down there in Louisville and then in Claremont, enjoying everything that the city has to offer.
0: Yeah, it was really special. I think the big example and hopefully a takeaway is we talk a lot about how do you know when you know? And it was really an easy shift from we had other plans to do a team retreat in Michigan City where you are to come to you for our plenty of planning and had planned that months in advance to a quick redirect that we knew we just needed to show up. And that's what you do for important relationships that you care about. And Tom and Beam, Centauri themselves, and The Nose have been, they're just incredible people. And our work is founded on fostering conscious relationships, healthy relationships, lifelong relationships that blend the personal and professional. And that was an easy decision to show up. And I'm glad we did because it was magical. Mm -hmm. The detail of everything from the landscape architecture to the placement of the bars to the ribbon ceremony to the abundance and generosity of every guest got their own personalized bottle of bourbon and a new distillery tour and T-shirts and thank yous and live music. And it just couldn't have been a more perfect day of celebrating good weather and this beautiful pass down and honestly, this collaboration of agencies and mm-hmm. executive leadership and employees that all came together to make this happen for and with the no family. And there's such history in the eight generations of passed down and deep care that really was brought to life, I think, in the sentiments that were shared. Um, not only by Fred No on stage and Freddie No, but also the Governor of Kentucky, you get a real sense of how the tourism industry and the, you know, growth of the state is dependent upon and really benefits from the leadership of Beam Centauri and the leadership of the Beam family in the spirit industry. So there's so much more to say, but beauty was all around everything in the craft and the details. I wouldn't say showmanship, but, you know, just like we were there together not too long ago, Jeff, when we did the distillery tour, everybody who's trained in their craft, it's almost like you have Disney employees, right? Who know customer service and know how to present and they're so charismatic and they care about the process so that it just comes out naturally in their presentation. That's educative educational, informative, and super inspiring. And so it just up-levels, I think, the quality of not only the celebration, but of the craft. Our hope is if you ever get a chance to go tour the Bourbon Trail, your first stop or last must be the James Beam Distillery because it's pretty mind blowing to see what has manifested.
1: Let's go into that a little bit for people for a couple minutes, and let's not scoot by the fact that you once again tried to invent a word with "educative." I Jen did. and I, 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 and I like to make would up words, <laughs> as many of you have pointed out. Many of our listeners have pointed out. So, "educative" should be a word, and it we're going to start be, right? to use it. It, feels it good. seems like it should be. Well, let's "educative." people around the bourbon trail. So first of all, the bourbon trail is not exactly a trail, although there is one big road. But it's this path through Kentucky that takes you through all these different distillers. And I think as we talked about with Tom a couple of years ago, it is a little bit like Napa, Napa in California for whiskey. And they talk about the Napafication, another word that's not a word, just to be educative for people. The bourbon trail has gotten very, it's gotten more fancy, to be honest, but it's, that's because more and more people are coming to appreciate the craftsmanship. And just the thing to point out that what Jen was underlining, the fact that people have so much care in what they're creating is so compelling to us as, as people who love art and beauty. And these people, first of all, they just care about what they produce. And then the fact that many of the families have been doing it for hundreds of years james beam is one of the oldest companies in america it's over 200 years old so you get this really interesting mix of the, kind of this rustic countryside that's incredibly beautiful this modern technology this homage to history this leaning forward into the future and we've been captivated by this set of clients for the last five years of just working with them so that's the first thing the second thing is just to give context on what they've done. So this construction project was tens of millions of dollars and they changed the entrance of the plant. So it was it's kind of more of a meandering drive and they put in a restaurant and they completely upgraded the tourist area and the like the greeting, the welcome center. There's a new craft distillery and they've done all this work on the back end that you'll never see to continue their commitment to honor the environment. So one of the ways that we've been engaged with Jim Beam and their brands is to help them lean more into social purpose and a distillery like that they produce huge amounts of liquid every year and it comes from across the street their water source is their backyard so they're very invested in making their entire operation as environmentally friendly as possible so there's just this massive overhaul that's gone into what you can see and what you don't see and what you can taste is the like the product of all that art so maybe so one last thing i'd share if people don't know if you hear jim beam you probably think of like the basic jim beam whiskey that maybe you enjoyed in college but they they are just this long family tree of everything from knob creek to basil hayden's to bookers and and a lot of other smaller crafts coming and pretty much every distillery on the bourbon trail every family Has in one way, shape, or form been indebted to the No family and the Beam family for getting their start. It's an incredibly collaborative industry, which is really cool. They help each other out. All of that's in display. When you go there, there's this gorgeous facility that really presents the history of things incredibly well. And you get a sense of the, you know, these people who are, you know, 150 years old now, just, you can see how human they are. But then there's this literally state-of-the-art manufacturing facility that's doing its best to create artful products that you can enjoy in a way that's friendly for the environment and and they managed to do all of it in a really cool setting too so the place is honestly breathtaking
0: and the bourbon's damn good i love you know fred's quotable quote is drink it any damn way you please and my new drink that I was introduced there is called the Golden Hour, and it's made of Basil Hayden, Aperol, and Lily Blanc, which is kind of a little bit of a sweet white wine. So delicious if you drink alcohol and if you like bourbon, we can't recommend trying it enough. It's just really delicious. And Legion is another brand, part of their craft. That is a really amazing collaboration between Fred No and the master distiller of. Centauri in Japan, and so there's collaboration everywhere. I think seated throughout the James Beam facility and history with a true nature to family. They have a saying, come as friends and leave as family. And that's genuine. And it it comes out in their behavior, in a hug, in how they're present. And I just love, you really see it too with Tom's care of leading this project. It was so fun to witness him being supported and Mm -hmm. called out and honored too for the work that he did along with all the agencies and everything from building architecture to landscape architecture to the media and the press and marketing and branding and Just the coordination and collaboration was so beautiful to witness. We've been super lucky, as you mentioned before, like our history with the James B. Bean brand, we did Meridian, our strategy process with them years ago, um, really kind of leaning into this family ethos that comes out as their authentic expression. And then recently, we've been able to work with them with a program called Top It Off, which is going to benefit the University of Kentucky to support the next generation of master distillers, and they've essentially contributed a $5 million Mm -hmm. donation themselves. And anytime you make a purchase on campus, whether it's at the kitchen table, their delicious restaurant or at checkout, you'll be able to top it off, meaning round up your purchase. And those proceeds will go to support the University of Kentucky's training and classroom, which happens to be also on the James E. Beam new distillery on their campus as well. So it just was really inspiring. And I love the fact that we have clients that are friends and that genuinely we're excited to see them succeed and to witness their success on a global level that is doing good and doing well at the same time. And that's the principle of plenty. How do you unlock abundance in work and life and really make a difference with your craft? And I think they're doing an amazing job and hats yeah. off to everybody involved.
1: I love that point. Two things I want to share that really struck me And in our newsletter last Friday, we, we talked about this briefly. So let me just plug that. If you're not on our mailing list, we'd love you to be. It's free. You get... A newsletter each week. And we talk about our retreats that are coming up and our work and there's meditations and a lot of great stuff. And you can just go to plentyconsulting.com and sign up and you'll hear from us all the time. So we'd love to have you there. But on Friday in the newsletter, we talked about this idea of um, conscious leadership is partly about being here right now so that you can draw on what's best from your history and create something better for the future, right? And that all of that happens here, but we we all have this foundation, these foundational experiences that we draw on and that help, those help us live into the future. Those help us live into the dream we want. And I really, I was really present to that being down there on campus. And it just feels like the history isn't in the past. It feels like they're living their history and there's such a through line between where they've been and where they're going that I found it very personally inspirational. It's just like you can feel the souls of people all over the place and how the people visiting contribute to that. So that's one thought. The other thought that you just mentioned, and I would invite you to respond to both of these, that I'd love to mention briefly, and I think we probably talked about this last year or two years ago when Andrew and, and Tom were on, but occasionally people will say, oh, it's interesting that you work for, spirits company like how do you feel about that doing social purpose for alcohol what do you feel about that and i would tell you when cruisin first came to us this was this was five years ago we did have a conversation about it it was fairly brief though because it went like this for the change that we want to have happen into in the world we need everybody to play a part it's just that simple right so if we're judgmental about where that change comes from we're working against the dreams that we have. And we had an intentional conversation and we thought about the people that we met and we said, these people are great messengers of change. And if they can create positive change in the world by selling rum, which is what Cruzion did, then we want to be a part of it and we want to get behind that. And in Cruzion's case, it's $5 million later of improvements in St. Croix directly for people who had nowhere to live after a hurricane. And we feel good about that. That doesn't mean... We feel good about everything that alcohol does to people, just like we don't feel good about everything sugar does to people and everything that overeating green peas does to people. But as people who are dreaming into a better world and living into that dream ourselves, we take the help from the people who are raising their hands. And it's something I've loved. I just want to salute everybody who works there. There are so many hand raisers in that company. So many people. I mean... Dozens and dozens of people we've worked with in across five or six or seven brands who are all, and we have another team coming in a couple weeks to HeartSpace, another team from from Beam Centauri. So I think it's an interesting point for people in this space in conscious leadership and purpose-driven strategy about do we pass judgment on other people who are trying to help? And I have always been grateful that we didn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, what a blessing. I mean, in the irony of using the word spirits, right? Mm-hmm. And we really try and bring a spirituality that's accessible, whatever your belief is, into business because it's all woven in. It, there's just such an interesting connection there of what it means, and in the positive sense. One of the landed for plenty is that our ethos, which is written on your chalkboard, is that hope needs help. And our, our job and our intent is to rally the hope helpers to continue to help them dream and do. And Beam Centauri and James B. Beam Distilling Company in particular, they're dreamers and doers everywhere from the No family to Tom Buffolino leading the project to all of the Centauri know, executives that were in from Japan to the employees, to the agencies, like they wouldn't be there if they weren't able to ground a vision and get shit done because it needs to get done. Action needs to come from dreaming, visioning a better possibility. Like what could happen? What could be? Imagine when? Those are not fluffy questions. What we're trying to like bring forth is you must answer those questions first. And then you figure out how you need to build your team to ground it, to literally actualize it into action. I'm inspired just recalling and witnessing just that blend is so important
1: mm-hmm. to
0: you know find the intersection of the helpers that really want to help other people evolve, the acronym from Neil Donald Walsh should I always use, but making a positive difference in the world. And that can come in so many different forms. And I just love the the leaning and the inquiry, Jeff, and the call to check our judgment. Because had we said no, we would have really missed out. On a lot of other referrals for all these other brands that act as separate companies, really, under this larger Beam Centauri umbrella, and all the good people that we've met along the way. And so, I just, I'm grateful we had the intentional conversation. And then it was checking in, it was a clear yes to both of us. It felt expansive. How do you know when it's a yes? You listen to your body. And I remember, like, we paused, we talked about it. We went through the pros and cons, and then it was an aligned yes, and that's all you need to do. And we couldn't even foresee the referrals and the other work that were going to come down the way. But I think Crujan a great example because it was so rewarding, so beneficial to the people on St. Croix and people around the world that are benefiting from that strategy.
1: You know, it was neat. There was one day the day before the ceremony last week we were sitting in the kitchen table which is the name of the new restaurant at the james b Beam distilling company campus it's called the kitchen table run by our great friends at qed down in out of new orleans another great agency we got to work with and we were sitting waiting to order what was an incredibly awesome meal by the way we had the the most delicious lunch there and there's this really cool bar, and we were looking around, and there was a bottle of Crusion and Hornitos and Maker's Mark and Knob Creek. And we could just say, oh, we worked with that one and that one and that one and that one. And it was really lovely. That brings up one other point I wanted to bring up. And Jen, I'm looking at the clock. We we're gonna talk about a whole other topic, but yeah, I think that, we saved this that. we're, we're gonna save class. that one for later. So stay tuned to the next episode for what we were gonna talk about.
0: Classic Jen and Jeff, we have way too much content (laughs) for the time.
1: But how great is that? But, well, that's kind of a lead into what I was also going to bring up, which is from our work with Beam Centauri, we got the phrase and the concept that now we use all the time with our clients, which is distillation. When you make a spirit, you take all this raw material and you kind of heat it up and then you let the concentrated essence come out. And that is such a great metaphor for so many things. And Jen, when you were talking about dropping the judgment, part of the decision to work with Beam Centauri years ago is we would have called it something different at the time, but we did our own distillation on what actually matters here when when you pull back all the other comments. And I think, ironically, that's one of the big services we've provided to their teams again and again, Is helping them. You know, when you're in it, when you're launching a a $40 million campus or you're a $200 million brand, you have so many things going on that you're just doing your best to keep up with the project plan. And often we're the group that they've trusted to say, let's remind ourselves of what actually matters here. We're not looking at a 2,000-line project plan. We're pulling back and looking at the purpose of the brand, or you know, we're helping create the one sentence that ties all of that together. And that's become a really important concept in our work.
0: Yeah, and we love to do it. I think the the practice, the art, and the joy that we get from really extracting the essence of what matters most—we deeply listen and connect the dots. And as a result, we're able to distill what is most important now and what's most important to focus on in the near future. Beyond that, it's really hard to predict what the world's going to be like in the next five years, 10 years. And so a decade ago, it was pretty smart and prudent to think about your 10 year strategic plan. Mm-hmm. In today's society, we're advising clients, think about it in years of three. Like mm-hmm. what could you see? because so much can change and is going to change. And this and really trying to, you know, make sure it's unaligned, vision. It's an aligned plan, if you will, that's agile, that's responsive because stuff's going to come up and there's a ton of moving parts and a lot of influential forces coming from the outside and inside. So I'm grateful you brought that up because not only I think is it a service we provide, but we love to do it. And would just plug if you have an organization or a company or a team you're looking to get aligned on or needing help to distill what is most important now, whether that's your culture or a new program or product or your strategy, we'd love for you to think of plenty because it's nothing that brings us more joy than working with the business leaders who are really intentional about those things
1: yeah and it's funny that you brought up the next three years because as part of our wild week last week we then jetted from louisville to chicago to facilitate a private meeting of 20 area ceos with a leading economist and more on that in a future episode maybe but there is a lot of disruption coming and so and a lot of change as we've all lived through and there's more coming. And so our job as leaders is to try to focus on the few things that matter, knowing that the details change and are going to keep changing, right? So try not to sweat the small stuff and try to hold on to the, those few things that really define who you are. And it sounds like we're gonna have lots of practice points on, on all of that in the, in the year ahead. But for now, more to come, more to come. And thank you to all of our friends at Beam Centauri and particularly Freddie No, congratulations on yes. being named the eighth so generation master you. distiller. And Tom Buffalino. love you, man.
0: So proud of you.
1: Proud of you, yeah. Proud for you, as we said. Proud last for episode. you.
0: Proud for all of you. And thanks to the agencies that are listening and who may not, but who had an incredible role in yeah. this success. More to say, but we're going to pause for here and build on it next time. So have a great week, wherever this finds you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, we'd love it if you wanna pass it along to anybody you think that might be interested, send us a like, thumbs up and come to our website. We'd love to get to know you too. Have a great day.
1: See you soon, gang. Thanks for tuning in. Join the conversation and learn more at www.plentyconsulting.com.